welcome to Nikki Ichabod's Weird Wrestling. We're live from Grand Fork's Best Source. And today we're going to be talking with the one of the owners of Below Zero Wrestling out of Fargo, North Dakota. So, but before we do that, we're going to have to take a word from our sponsors at River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill. Make the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill your next dinner and a movie destination in the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia restaurant, the Shire, or take your meal to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's featured attractions are Blue Beetle, Strays, Meg's The Trench, or Meg 2 The Trench, and The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Uh, find the complete showtimes and listings online at rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about the Tuesday special of $5 movies all day long and 550 senior matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Cinema has luxury recliners and expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages and is family owned and operated by the same company that runs the Grand Theater in Crookston. For their showtimes, look online at morefamilytheaters.com. And it sounds like a good time. So, but we're going to get to the interview. So, I I never sat in on this wrestling one. I didn't realize how hardcore that intro music oh. was. What was that like Trans Siberian Orchestra <laughs> or something? A, a local band called Saturnalia. Really? <laughs> yes, they, yes. Very, very awesome metal band. But, uh, yeah, we should give a quick prop. Icky, do you remember which button is the applause button? we got to give a good special intro to the awesome guest today, the co-owner of Below Zero Wrestling, Nick Stokey. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. That's, uh, that's the most applause I've ever got in my life. So. The, the crowd's popping already. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks for coming up here all the way from Fargo, too. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. not a problem. It uh, worked out with my schedule, uh, killing bugs all morning, so we were able to come down and or come up, I guess, and talk some wrestling. I never have a problem with that. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we're always looking for, if you want a wrestling promotion and you're in the Midwest, you're more than welcome to come on this show. Or you can get a hold of us on our Facebook. So, yeah, just a little uh, backstory into Nick here, too, is that I actually reached out to, uh, to him to do a gender reveal party for me because I saw people do it on, you know, a couple of YouTube things and Heard that there was a professional wrestling community in the Fargo area, so got a hold of him and <laughs> oh yeah, had, had a gender reveal wrestling match. Oh my gosh, yeah. we'll be showing that later though. Yeah, yeah. we got that, that's a little what was that a special little uh, tease for a little later on. Yep. And oh my gosh, well how about we found out about uh, Below Zero Wrestling? Uh, a little bit, bit of background on that. It's, yeah. you, you guys have been around for about what three years or so? Uh, yeah, so about. Two and a half years now. Um, May was our two-year anniversary of running events. Um, so we're based out of Fargo, but we're, we're all around North Dakota. I've done some stuff here in Minnesota or into Minnesota as well. Um, continue growing, continue looking for new spots, new venues, continue going to some old ones. Uh, it's been a ride. It's something that started uh, me and my business partner, Zach, of not even knowing each other and just kind of was like, hey, let's start a wrestling promotion. and. Well, we- can I ask you a question yeah. about that? What you know? What is it like to be a wrestling promotion in the Midwest when there isn't that many wrestling promotions in the Midwest? I love it. I mean, I honestly believe that the Midwest has some of the best talent, and the, and promotions continue to you know pop up and and come here. You know, North Dakota doesn't have a ton, but you look at 
Like Minnesota is just flooded with well, you know good promotions. Well, you got um, Deadlock out of uh, Thief River. Destination. Oh, De- Destination Pro. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, and, out and of Thief River, and then there's a few. I mean, there's probably ten or twelve in the cities area, and you get some others that are touring all across the Minnesota. So I mean. It's definitely a growing thing, and I think a lot of people in the Midwest are starting to see that some of the talent, wrestling wise, is is amazing. Well, I'm looking, I'm looking at your card here, and you 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 got people like John Morrison and X Pac, and those are pretty some pretty big time wrestlers for their, you know. Yeah, Morrison. This will be the second time, so he's coming up uh, on our September 23rd show in Fargo. This is the second time he's been with us. Um, really excited to have him back. Wasn't and- he in 3M? Or with a uh, with a uh, um, are you Drew thinking McIntyre? Oh, three three MB, oh. <laughs> uh, the three man band. Oh gosh, no, that I was, think uh, you're guy mixed up there, Icky. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Heath Slater, Jinder Mahal, and uh, Drew McIntyre. Oh gosh, sorry good, about that. Good times. No, that's okay. That's Long, okay. Well, gosh, what was it? Long live the what was it? The WLC match was that the pre show match they did with like Cornswoggle and. Uh, was it? Oh gosh, I'm blanking on the other uh, little person they had. I know what you're talking about. El Totoro, maybe? I'm blanking on his name, but gosh, good times. Nick, what was, you say, uh, maybe one of your early favorite childhood matches that kind of turned on the switch of becoming a wrestling fan for you? Uh, Oh man, I hate these questions. Um, I I hate them, but I love them. Uh, Survivor Series 1991. Really just anything. Um, That still is like my favorite pay-per-view of all time. Um, I just, I watch it as a kid. I continue to watch it these days and just so many things that were part of that, you know, whether it was the entrances or the matches or just how they did everything that really kind of made me a wrestling fan. And then as I grew up, there were so many other ones that just depended on my level of fandom at the time, uh, just brought me more and more into wrestling until here we are today running wrestling. So I just recently watched that documentary on, um, What's uh, Dusty Rhodes? Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. And, you know, I, I never followed him. I stopped watching wrestling before he kind of got into the, you know, the whole scene of it. <clears throat> but I was just thinking about it and, you know, you being a promoter and uh, dealing with all these wrestlers. I'm just wondering what it's like for these guys to, like, get into these characters, you know, where they, you know, well, they, they're putting, yeah. putting makeup on their they, face. They and train. Turn, like when part of a wrestling wrestler's training is creating a persona for themselves. They some like wrestling schools will sometimes have people write up like a, a, a like a dissertation or something like that on the persona that they want to present when they're in the ring. But you know we shouldn't really be talking about that because that's breaking kayfabe. So <laughs> uh, no, but it, it it is it's it's awesome to see how uh, you know once you go through the curtain what what happens, you know, and, and how some of these guys that some it's every single day they wake up, that's who they are. And some of them it's walking to the curtain and here you go. Well, you, you know, you got people like uh Britt Baker who is actually a dentist. She is. Yeah. You know, and she, she puts on this persona when she comes out of the, out of the, out of the curtain and she's no longer, she's Dr. Britt Baker, D M D, but you know, 
I don't think she's like portraying that personality to her patients, you know. That'd be a heck of a dental visit. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, gosh. it'd be weird, like running into the, you know, like the Macho Man and, and seeing like him talk like a normal person. But he didn't. That was him. Yeah. Macho, yeah. macho was macho. That yeah. that's what it was. No matter what where he was or what he was doing, carrying a stash of Slim Jims in his back pocket. Right. Right. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, now I I, I kind of had a, a, a question too. Just I I watched that video on your guys website on belowzerowrestling.com the the story of uh, below zero wrestling i thought that was really cool it all just started from a facebook post yeah it literally started with zach uh putting something on facebook one day and i had looked at previously getting into promoting um about a year before that and it just or even maybe two years before that it just didn't work out for me um and then when he put that on facebook it was just kind of like well i'm gonna message him and then it turned into talking about it like hey let's you know here's some ideas that kind of thing and pretty soon we're like, let's do this. Like, let's let's have a, a promotion. Let's let's start a company. And here we are, a little over two years later, and uh, couldn't be happier to to partner with him uh, I, because of what he offers. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. A lot of a lot of wrestling promotions think that like death matches and hardcore wrestling are sleazy. What do what do you what do you think about that? I think there's a place for everything in wrestling, and there's fans for all of it. Um, I've been a fan of some matches like that before. Uh, at Below Zero, we're more geared towards the family-friendly aspect of it with the kids and the mom and dad and grandma and grandpa. But I, I do believe that uh, in wrestling, there's a, there's a place for all of it. Well, because Vince McMahon thought, you know, when, when Cactus Jack came to WWF or WWE or whatever you want to call it, he said he didn't like Cactus Jack because Cactus Jack was a deathmatch wrestler and he thought deathmatch was were sleazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that have that, uh, you know, exact thought out there about them. But I've seen some that I've enjoyed, you know. I, I've enjoyed some that, and I've watched some of those old Cactus Jacks that I've enjoyed. Well, you know, and you got to realize there's people like Terry Funk out there, too, who are, you know, like legitimate wrestlers. Mm -hmm. But then they, you know, get into the, like the hardcore and stuff like that. And that's what they're known for. You know, if, if I may ask, if I may interject a question, uh, who... Who are your favorite wrestlers then? Oh, uh, well, it, it changes about every other week. Um, <laughs> it, it depends on, honestly, but some of the, you know, some of the people right now that I'm really enjoying watching, um, you know, I'm really, Cody Rhodes has always been up there for me. Sami Zayn. I love Sami Zayn. Um, you know, some guys that I've really started to gravitate towards that I've really liked. I mean, I always liked Adam Cole, but I really like what he's doing right now with MJF. Those are two guys that I oh, really enjoy. I'm going to interject something about that. I'm surprised that they're they're doing two matches. They're wrestling as a tag team this mm -hmm. weekend, and then they're wrestling each other, which is kind of weird for a tag team to wrestle each other. Yeah, it's all part of the storyline. Got to yeah. see what got to see what happens. That's going to so, be a wild show in England. Oh man, yeah, it, it'll be a fun one. You know, going back to that Cody Rhodes thing, um, just because you know. You just kind of get this impression that wrestlers are just like, I don't know, kind of like actors on stage in a way, just looking for fame. But after watching that Cody Rhodes documentary, I mean, that, he's one smart dude. Yes. And he, you know, he promoted himself. He, I, he started his own promotional company, I think. Yep. And I mean, you know, the guy's a businessman. Yeah, I, I've heard nothing but amazing things about him in and out of the ring. Uh, one of our guy, our first ever champion, Jack Ledger, actually trained uh, down at Cody's school, the Nightmare Factory. So he was there for, I think, two months down there and some other guys that I know that have done as well. And they, they say, like, the most 
amazing things about him. Like he's so awesome in the ring, out of the ring, as a person, as a businessman, as everything. And so I'm, I haven't seen the documentary yet because it's in my watch list, but I also have two little girls. So Blue's Clues and uh, all the <laughs> oh, yeah. stuff oh, gets yeah. taken, but I'm, I'm really excited to watch that one. But I've, I've seen some snippets and stuff. So I, th- I thought it was really interesting how you mentioned a little earlier how Blue's Clues wrestling is kind of like, a, you know, for all ages, for, 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 for everyone. I, I, I remember we were talking last month uh, at that uh, – at Paul's thing there, we'll be showing a little later here, but like how you kind of mentioned it as with all the other promotions in the area that are coming up, like, you know, there's like a flavor of ice cream for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was kind of catching up on some, uh, some matches on, on your guys' YouTube the other day before just to get a little familiar with, uh, some of the matches and all that. And yeah, yeah. I think it's just great how you guys, uh, it's just like, you see, I'm all for all the death matches and all the hardcore stuff too, but it's cool just to be like, okay, I could bring my kids to this one. <laughs> Yeah, we, we try, you know, whether it's the first match or the last match, but, you know, everywhere in between there's something for everyone. So there might be someone that's following the storylines a little bit more, or there's someone that's just coming out for maybe their first ever wrestling match, um, or someone that's just coming because they like to go once or, every, you know, twice, and the kids like wrestling, you know. So we have we have matches across the board and a little bit for everyone. That way everyone has something that they can enjoy that day when they're out there. I, uh, I can remember, I, I grew up in Laramore. And I remember going to a match. I think it was at this exact same place that you guys are going to be performing at in Laramore on the 30th of September. And I got a picture with a bunch of the wrestlers, and it's like, you know, they were nice enough. They talked to people. One of the good things about the indie promotions is that, you know, if you want to talk to the wrestlers, you can, you know. Very personal. You know, the guys are at the table and talking to fans and talking to kids and taking pictures. I mean, they, they love that as much as being in the ring and beating each other up. Well, you know, I hate to say this, but I got a picture with Badger Briggs a few weeks ago at a Time Bomb show. Sure. And, you know, e- even there, they they uh, the wrestlers come out and they talk to people. And that's one of the reasons I like indie promotions so much is because they don't have the ego of the, you know, the big companies. Yeah. No, and, it, and that's very true. It's their... They re- they respect or they they love the fans so much that come to these events because there's you know that's that's what they have this is their wrestling so when the fans are there they love taking the pictures meeting the fans doing all that kind of stuff you know and I saw like on your um, website and everything I mean that I mean you got like a really nice looking ring you know with the, the sub zero on there is that something that you have to like break down every time or is every, that a is that every a permanent single time. Really? Well, there's yes. like boards and there's like mats and there's like tarp and. How long of a process do you got that down to? About would you say? Um, we're we got we just got a new ring and so this one sets up a lot quicker. About probably an hour, you know. That if there's a handful of us that really know what we're you know doing and know who's doing what, about an hour. My old ring, I hated it, which is why we got another one. Uh, that one would take almost two two and a half hours to set up. It just I didn't like it. So, now I, I noticed while watching a couple matches from from uh, your YouTube the other day, I uh, run the Sanctuary Event Center there in Fargo, and I, I Icky and I saw a show there earlier this year from the other promotion there, and uh, yeah, that, that well, that's just such an awesome arena as far as like, acoustics and size and all that. I would agree with that. That's a you know, it's a really mm-hmm. nice arena. Would um, you say that's like one of your home bases? Yeah, that's where we started. Our first ever show was at the Sanctuary, um, so we do at least a couple shows a year. I think we've done like six shows now there, um, but that's where it started. So if I had to say where is home, Sanctuary is home. That's where we always want to be. 
you know, at least doing something once a year, twice a year. There. Well, it's the birthplace. It's from it. It came from its inception. You know exactly. Yeah. It, uh, it and it, and it's a great little venue. I mean, it's you know obviously there's bigger ones in town or whatever, but they're the way that it sounds, the way that the fans are right on top of you, and and how it's set up. It's it's a perfect venue for what we want for those style shows. You know, it's kind of like the ECW arena in Philadelphia, that, right? Yeah. And I loved ECW, so I, I know that I know what you mean by that feeling. So, so yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of curious, you know, when you have um, these guys that are you know wrestling for you, it, you know, I I just wouldn't see the appeal of want like getting slapped around, you know, and body slammed and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, do they do this like with the intent thinking that they're going to go to like the WWE or? It's kind of across the board. Uh, there's some guys that have been doing it for 20 years now and they like to just, you know, they, they love being around here and they've had some opportunities potentially of, you know, wrestling on WWE a few times or AEW dark or anything like that. And then you get some of the younger, uh, people that are wrestling and, you know, they're in young twenties and they're, you know, that's what they're going for. Mm -hmm. They, they have the dreams, the aspirations. I think anyone that starts in the business always has the dream of, you know, you want to be in WWF or WWE or AEW or anything like that. But, it's kind of across the board on who's doing what, like, um, you know, and we've seen that. There's been some people from, you know, Minnesota and Wisconsin and Omaha and South Dakota that eventually have got those chances. And those are friends with people that are wrestling for us and other promotions, so they see that, too, that there is a chance. Personally, you know, I was thinking of getting involved in wrestling. I wanted to be in, like, XPW or CZW or something like that. You like the extreme stuff. Yes, but then I thought maybe a concussion isn't the best thing in the world. <laughs> no, and those some of those guys have probably had a few of them. What 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 would you say has been like some of the most uh, outlandish matches or certain gimmick match that 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 was probably like more out ambitious or outside the box for Blow Zero history? You know, we haven't had a ton of them. You know, we we've done a ladder match. Um, we've had uh, the no DQ that would have been last year that Bischoff was involved with, but we haven't had anything too crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, an I quit match. Um, I'm, I'm probably drawing a blank on one or two, you know, but we've had some stuff. We've had uh, the taco festival we do every year. Someone's brought it, incorporated some tacos into the match. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, stuff like that. We have a few things coming up at some of our events that we haven't announced yet, but we have some plans. You know, we eventually want to do like our first cage match. And, you know, we've talked about doing other stuff, you know, just kind of weird, wacky ones, too. But you got to find the right time and place. Is it going to be like the Sami Zayn-Johnny Knoxville match with the giant mousetrap and things like that? Well, I, I could probably find a mousetrap that size, you know, being I do pest control <laughs> on the side. So I, I saw you guys had, like, a, a, a Rumble Battle Royal recently. I've always, yeah. I always, I'm, that's just, like, such a, I, if I see that advertised anywhere, I always try to make it out to those. Those are so, so much fun to keep up with. Yeah, we've had a few different Rumble Battle Royal style matches. Uh, we have one coming up this Saturday at Rumble on the River. We always that the main event there is always the uh, the Battle Royal or the Royal Rumble for the for the champion of the event. So, no, oh, I think actually I got a flyer for that. I could pu- pull. I up got here. it too. Oh yeah, you got it. Here, I'll I'll pull up, throw it on screen here if my mouse would cooperate with me. Here, there we go. The yeah. Crucible versus Royal Flava. Yeah, that uh, so that's. That's one of the t- matches we have this weekend. Um, Crucible and Royal Flavor, I mean, it's two amazing tag teams that are so different in style. 
I think I've heard of the Crucible before somewhere. They've been, they've been around. They've they've been in Thief Favor before. Destination, if you follow them, uh, they're I, they're they're from Omaha and they travel all over and they're they're legit. I really, you know, I really haven't seen much from uh, from Thief River, nor actually nothing at all. I okay. didn't even know it existed until I talked to you. Yep. You know, I, I, sorry, I was going to ask. A, I got a bunch of just weird questions for you. Go for it. <laughs> so. Um, you know, when you see the, like these amateur kind of wrestlers and, you know, I think of like the Dusty Rhodes, you know, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, like these kind of traditional wrestlers, like that's kind of what I could see the, the, these indie groups being like, mm-hmm. do you think that they are somewhat pressured into doing steroids? Cause I'm pretty sure that like everybody that's in the WWE is like juiced out of their mind. <laughs> <laughs> I know wellness policies nowadays, you know, at the WWE have definitely gotten a lot more tight Mm -hmm. um you know way back when i think it was kind of a yeah do what you want kind of thing yeah because i think Uh, uh, i think uh we went through a a few ultimate warriors (laughs) (laughs) what what a what a random rumor for a very long time about ultimate warrior he just had to stop taking them but Mm -hmm. everyone thought you know warrior died i remember the old rumors wasn't they're like well there's three ultimate warriors or and like you know how many are there this week or next week i know (laughs) i always thought the same thing and it's crazy that a rumor like that starts in the age where there was no internet mm-hmm. now that thing can happen whenever but um back to what you ask you know i i uh, honestly I'd, i've never seen it um mm-hmm. if guys are taking performance stuff i guess that's on them well i'm just but, wondering if they, they they feel like they'd be pressured to just to make it to that next level into the wwe i mean because you see like the john cena's and everybody yeah, and i mean if yeah. they're gonna unless like i said they're like a dusty roads that's just you know this yep. this big Big guy that you know goes out there and starts well, hammering you know, with him. When wrestling was first starting out, there was a bunch of big guys. They weren't all ripped like Batista, no. or they, you know they were. There was a lot of heavy, heavy guys like uh, Dusty Rhodes for one, and like the Iron Sheik and things like that. You know, yeah, you know the body composition changes throughout the years, and as they got onto TV, they wanted you know Vince had the idea of you know superheroes. You know that's that's what they wanted. Um, you know, so it's. Um, but you know, so I mean, over the years, when you're on TV, you need you need to have the look. They wanted the look. They, you know, who's got the most muscles is going to look better on TV than a guy that just ate a large pizza. Yeah. Out, you know, in the <laughs> yeah. back. So. I, I had a question about. Uh, I know we were kind of talking a little bit before the show. Uh, I'd give a shout out to one of uh, your 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 talents, uh, Sylvester Fox. He's uh, related to uh, one uh, one of our GFBS hosts, uh, our sports host, Bill Deutsch. Yeah, yeah. Mister Mister Fox. Me and him have had uh, a few run-ins every now and then. We don't we don't see eye to eye on everything, uh, but he's he's been around. He's a staple of BZW. He's been there since day one, and I'm sure he. He'll pop up here again soon. I looked up some clips of him and going on, and, and Bill showed me a couple clips of him, too. I, oh, man, yeah, he's up to no good. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I was kind of wondering, too, if for people unfamiliar with Below Zero who are watching now, if, if they were to catch a show, maybe a, a couple of names they should keep an eye out for. Um, you know, we have, so, like, right now, you know, the ones that you're going to see is obviously Sylvester J. Fox. He's, he's there a lot, manager extraordinaire. Um, our champions are kind of, you know, who you're going to see a lot. Gino Riviere is our is our BZW champion. DeLorean Diggs is our Sub-Zero championship, uh, much like an Intercontinental title some will, you know, compare it to. I love the name. <laughs> and then uh, our tag team champions are ND- NDS, Riley Jackson, and Levy Cruz. But, you know, we have, like this weekend, we have some, you know, staples of BZW like Jack Ledger, Bobby Brennan, um, The Crucible, Kyle Pro. Um, I'm, I'm forgetting many of them. 
uh, but you're going to see a lot, a lot of, you know, if you come out to an event, you're going to notice a repeat of people over and over. Well, you know, all, all, all the uh, promotions have their staples, you know, the people that they use the most. Yeah, and, we, and we are, we're lucky to be able to kind of, because of where we're located, we have guys and girls, you know, from the Minneapolis area, the Wisconsin area, South Dakota, Omaha, North Dakota, so Did, we get a nice little now, I'm nice ass- region. I'm assuming the name came from the location. Yes. <laughs> I love, love, love the name. Love the I, name. Can I ask you a question really quick? Yeah. Did you ever get any, like, wrestlers from Nick Dinsmore's school? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there, there's there's a lot of them that have been trained by Dinsmore. Brandon Nitro, DeLorean Diggs, Uriah Upton, well, um, Tommy for, Douglas. I mean, there's, there's a lot that have been trained by him. For those of you who don't know, Nick Dinsmore was Eugene in WWE, and he played uh, Eric Bischoff's nephew, I believe it was. Or? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I, I was actually watching... Uh, uh, Nitro's. Uh, I was watching on some of the Blows Zero Wrestling Instagram some of the promos for the next couple shows. I saw one of Nitro's there, and I was catching up on. I highly recommend people catch your YouTube channel too, Blows Zero Wrestling on YouTube. Search for there. I see it's like pretty regularly updated with matches. Yes. Uh, so Zach does all of our social media stuff. He is um, amazing at that kind of stuff, and he's always trying to be you know up to date with some matches and up to date on you know social media posts and keeping the fans that maybe can't come to all of our events. You know in the know, know what's going on, and that way when they do come, they're not, they, they do know the storylines, or they're familiar with, you know, who's wrestling. Now, I don't know, would you think this would be a good point to uh, maybe throw things to Paul here to kind of set up for how you co- initially contacted uh, Blow Zero Wrestling for uh, your event? Yeah, um, but I, I do have one question before that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, these guys, obviously, they go through training and everything, but, I mean, they got you got to deal with a lot of injuries. I mean, these guys you know, hammering each other down like that. And, you know, I, I think when you get into, like, the WWE and everything, you have, like, a lot of training. But these, like, a lot of these people are going to be amateurs. So I would think, you know, dropping somebody on their head, if they do it wrong, it's going to Well, there was a guy by the name of Darren Drozgovsky or something like that who, who a move went wrong and he, he was paralyzed. He actually died a few months ago, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, there's always... Um there's always a chance at injury and the bodies are obviously going to have your basic wear and tear no matter what. I mean, you know, you're, you're wrestling on a ring that has two inches of padding and that padding has maybe been wrestled on thousands of times, you know, so the the give there isn't, isn't great. And you know what they put their bodies through, not just, you know, if they wrestle for us on a Saturday, they've probably wrestled for someone on Friday and then they probably are going to go wrestle someone on Sunday uh, not to mention all their practicing. And then during the week, they're either and, at the gym lifting weights or being body slammed, you know, by their buddies because they got to continue to work and practice so that they are safe and that no one is getting hurt. And then, but then you got, like, the deathmatch people who, you know, their their career only lasts, like, 10 years because they they just wear their bodies down so much. Some of these people are just covered in scars. And, mm-hmm. you know, you look at people like Mr. Pogo and Cactus Jack and Terry Funk and they're and Sabu, especially Sabu, you know, just covered in scars from barbed wire. And the, the actually the Sheik got 60% of the skin burned off of his back in a, a Inferno match in Puerto Rico. So, and oh, I think gosh, Dusty Rhodes, yeah. maybe this is a rumor too, but... I thought that he kept a razor blade, like in his. Um, he'd have like a, a little wrist wrap thing, and he he would cut his forehead intentionally, 
And if you see his forehead, I mean, it's like nothing but like scar tissue. Yeah, some of those guys, those foreheads of years and years of bleeding are just, yeah. I mean, his and like a bullet. A, a Dusty Rhodes, yeah. yeah. New Jack was another one with. Yeah. A, oh, yeah. And the, the, whole, the whole reason I even came up with this question is because going back to um, this gender reveal thing. Those guys beat the crap out of each other in my backyard. I mean, they, they even split one of my... You'll see it on there, but, I mean, he slammed him so hard in my fence that it split the wood right down on my fence. Uh, yeah, they... Um, <laughs> Matthias and Bullet Bronson have a... You know, the two guys that did the, the gender reveal for you, they've they've had their share of feuds uh, throughout different promotions across the Midwest, and so there might have been some anger taken out on uh, one or the other. Oh. <laughs> Long, long-lasting grudges? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I don't Do you want to set, set, set it up, Paul, for how, how it all came to be there? Well, I, I'm, like I said, I, I saw on YouTube um, one, you know, one of the big YouTube goers that everybody sees. You know, uh, He had a gender reveal party, and so I wanted to do something similar. It was Surprised my wife with it, which was, in hindsight, not the best idea. <laughs> but I still thought it was awesome. Um, and then, you know, because this guy, this uh, YouTuber, he did it. Then I, I was looking it up, and there was, like, three or four other ones that I saw, but they just sucked. I mean, they were so so amateur bad. And then, you know, when I got a hold of you at Below Zero, I was like, this is going to be, like, that awesome one. And it turned out just to be like that. I mean, it was, it was on par with this, you know, guy that probably put, I don't know, I don't know how many hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars into his performance. But. Well, Icky, Icky was a uh, uh, a uh, referee for that match. Yes. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, and Dale uh, did did the play by play, did the play by play, the announcing, the ad, yeah, and you guys brought a videographer. I mean, it was it was awesome. We yeah. got we got a one minute clip that you can you yep. can see here in a little bit. But yeah. I was yeah, I, everybody at the party was just like, oh, this is, this is Nick. Was this, this is the first one of these you've uh, ever been a part of? For, first one for wrestling. I've I've been to a gender reveal before, but it's. Uh, you know, never done a, a wrestling gender reveal, so that was the first one we've ever done. So we appreciate it and uh, thankful of the opportunity to to step outside the box a little bit. Yeah, and I and you know I didn't know what the gender of the baby was going to be, so yeah. to find out what wrestler was going to win was like it was going to be a surprise for me too. So it was super... I, al- I almost spoiled it for you when we were talking earlier on. Oh, like, really? When we were having a conversation, but you were going like a mile a minute with because there's so many people there. Mm-hmm. But I, I when we did it, I almost told you before it happened because I was saying how the finish was going to go mm-hmm. and you didn't catch it. I was just like, oh, I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought it was so cool how everyone was just so gung ho about everything and even getting a little bit of, as people see soon in the clip, the clip, maybe even a little bit of audience participation. And uh, yeah. And, and so, cause what my wife thought was going to happen and what the kids thought was going to happen is that we were going to, uh, they're going to slap a pinata and break the pinata open. So my daughter, she got a little bit upset when she found out that she wasn't she was going to be able to, to hit the pinata. But I've done pinatas at these parties before. And none of the kids even have the strength to even break mm-hmm. them. So I'm just like, so Don't yeah. Talk about your kids like that. <laughs> well, I mean, four years old and two years old. I'm sorry, they're not swinging that hard yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you got to you got to put a little bit of oomph in those pinatas mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. Yep. Can I advertise these? Um, well, should we show the clip first here, and then we could uh, talk about the upcoming shows uh, since we're kind of on the topic of the sh- uh, of the yeah, thing yeah. here. Yeah, let's All see right. the clip. Uh, Icky, do you want to give some volume to the? Yep, there we go. 
All right, and so here we go. Here's a clip from about a month ago of uh, Paul and Steph's gender reveal party. Thomas is super excited. He's getting blindfolded. He's going to take a whack at this baby shark pinata here. Wait a second. Who is this? Who's this guy over here? Takes two people to tango. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Get it off. Get it off. Oh. Yeah, that's where he broke the pants. Knock it tough. Hold on! It's a good idea. It's time to see the baby! <laughs> that's what we were hoping for by the way oh yeah <laughs> there you go well done that was so awesome and props to zach and all the video guys at below zero for putting that together that 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 is awesome all it was effects. it was awesome and in hindsight though i forgot to open the hot tub because i had a bunch of like toys and noodles and everything <laughs> and not only that but that one guy could have used it to wash his face off because apparently his eyes were burning from that pie in the face oh gosh <laughs> well the pie was actually uh um uh, shaving, shaving cream, cream right? instead yeah. of so I, it, it was it was shaving cream. I uh, they they wanted to make sure that there was something there, you know, when we did it to have some some props. I mean, obviously there's toys and everything like that, but shaving cream or you know, a pie in the face is your classic kind of gimmick goof or whatever. And so mm-hmm. the day before, I actually hit, took a couple different things to figure out what would last longer because I knew I had to at least make that pie beforehand, you know. So you can't put if you put Cool Whip or something like that in there. 30 seconds later, it's gone. Oh, sure. Oh, so yep. overnight, shaving cream lasted outside overnight. So it's like, well, we got to go shaving cream. But oh. then he got in his eyes, and I had to hear it the whole way back. Because <laughs> he rode with me. So My eyes, my eyes. Oh, man. Yeah, that was such a fun experience to be a part of. Yeah, yeah. That, that was amazing. And I got to thank you guys for letting me be involved in that, because I have always wanted to do something for wrestling. Yeah. And I never had the chance, but with... You know, the referee thing going on. When Matthias made out that offer, who's going to be the ref, man? You jumped right at it. Yeah. Just had to make sure you could count to three. Yeah. So. I almost wanted to jump in there with my Eagle Fang karate shirt on. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I know you got a few shows coming up here. Uh, I, I know uh, Icky got some flyers. I got some images to put, put up on screen. You want to? Uh, well, we, we've talked about Rumble on the River. That's yep. tomorrow, right? Or this Saturday? So, yeah, it'll be on, on Saturday. Uh, when this drops, obviously it'll be tomorrow. But um, yeah, so uh, Saturday the 26th, we're in Fergus Falls. Uh, this is the third year we've been at Outstate Brewing. Uh, they put on just an awesome venue and an awesome event, and there's beer and there's food, and it's all ages. And uh, we have a, an amazing card. We have one, two, three, six matches that it's going to be going on, and it all ends with the main event of the, the Rumble. So to, to crown this year's champion, oh, love a rumble, yeah. love a rumble. Well, you also really, got... really quickly, too, uh, just so everybody knows that uh, little one minute clip of that gender reveal, they actually beat each other up for like ten minutes. Yeah, yes. oh yeah, that's <laughs> yes. a condensed version. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I think you said later on we may be posting that separately if people can, can find it later on too. Maybe down sure, the line we, here. Yeah, yeah. No, we can we can figure that out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, but as I was going to say, the next event is uh, Summer Nights main event. Saturday, September 23rd, outdoors at Fargo Brewing, all-ages event. 
there's going to be two great wrestlers at this. So John Morrison and X Pac. I don't know if they're going to be wrestling each other, which you you said they they're not going to be. But no, they they won't be wrestling each other. Um, we're going to be announcing uh, Morrison's uh, match up here maybe this week even. Um, X Pac is gonna. We got something working with him. He's. Be, they're both gonna be doing a meet and greets. Um, X Pac will be be in the ring. Um, fortunately, he won't be wrestling a match, but he will. Be, he will be in the ring, um, and we have kind of a surprise with him. I've, I've seen a concert. I haven't seen a wrestling show at Fargo Brewing, but I've seen a concert there. That's a huge, huge amount of space to work with for the guys. Yeah, so it's gonna be an amazing event. We do a taco festival every year with them, and so that's how we got into this. And uh, we're expecting this to be our biggest event ever with not just names and who we have there and the talent that we have, you know, the regular BZW crew, but just attendance as well because Jade Presents puts on such amazing events in in fargo with their concerts and everything so we're really excited for that that's a that's a month away yeah. oh and here here's the one that uh dale and i will be participating in well we'll, we'll be attending we'll attending. Be attending yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> Break, breaking news you guys are wrestling what other. okay no. <laughs> icky versus <laughs> icky versus dale to the death what <laughs> well it's live wrestling entertainment Below Zero Wrestling, Saturday, September 30th, outdoors at Willie's in Laramore, North Dakota. Show starts at 4 p.m., all-ages event. I was just going to ask, too, do you do things outdoors, like outdoor events? Uh, This will be, you know, we do three, four-year outdoors. Um, I would say uh, going out in the parking lot just right out here would be a great spot for it. You're in between uh, two bars. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, there is another one right over there. Yeah. so yeah, we're we're doing this in Laramore. We've never been to Laramore before. Um, it happened that uh, the park board or someone with the city got in touch with us, and they had been in a different event, um, and we made it work for this year. And so we're really excited for that. It's going to be with the Laramore uh, Park Board and the city doing it outside of Willie's. And you know, some people might say, "Oh, you're going to Laramore. It's not going to be like a previous or something like that because it's a smaller town." But I know what the card looks like. I obviously because I booked it. Um, but that's going to be an, an incredible event. We have a top to bottom. Really, really excited for that one, too. I know. I'm super stoked for it. I know. I think it sounds like uh, Bill Deutsch will be uh, carpooling with us there, too. We'll be rooting on Sylvester Fox or, or keeping an eye out for him. For yeah, you. maybe we got to get his family involved yeah. to keep him under control. So. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. And I think if I looked at on people can find tickets for all these on your website, right? Yeah, you can go to all of our um, on our site. Below Zero Wrestling has all the tickets. Uh, information and, and we'll be purchase. we'll be promoting these shows until they happen. So appreciate, you know, uh, it, w- it would be diff- it probably be difficult because he's kind of becoming um, pretty popular as a rapper. But you know who Tom McDonald is? I do. Yeah, he's the uh, the one that's got the tattoos all over his face, yep. and he raps about like American politics. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he was a uh, amateur wrestler before he was a rapper. So I saw a video, uh, Brandon Nitro, who's one of the guys that wrestles for us, uh, wrestled him one time. Really? Uh, after a concert. Oh, wow. Out in the parking lot. Impromptu they, match. Yeah, they're just having, I think, I don't know if he was doing like, secu- like help do security or how it happened or whatever, but just one day they're just after a concert in a parking lot, just having fun. Just wrestling each other. It's just like I, I, I hate to promote the other, other corporation, but there was a show at Ojata Records once. And the, the 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 wrestling spewed out into the into the parking lot. Mm-hmm. There was a cop across the street, and the cop just shook his head and just drove past. <laughs> <laughs> they know what's up. <laughs> yeah, I've I've actually heard of uh, 
events before having some outdoor stuff like that and a police officer or a neighbor or someone sees it and they don't know what's going on mm-hmm. and so they come over to stop it or they call the cops or something it's like you know come on guys are dressed up and you know we're you got a ring you know like yeah we're not we're oh not there was no ring other. at this show no th- those those aren't yeah they've been they've been doing it over there for a few years there so oh yeah we had some uh the younger kids with that gender reveal that didn't know what the heck was going oh, on i felt bad for a couple of those a <laughs> couple of those little ones they were a little worked up <laughs> well <laughs> but, we're gonna oh yeah well i guess before we wrap up uh just for, if people want to find out more about below zero wrestling where can they find you guys on social medias yeah, so um, our website's belowzerowrestling.com, um, and then on social media, we're on uh, Facebook is our main source of where we have probably our most interaction, most everything, uh, so Below Zero Wrestling on Facebook, and then we're on Instagram and Twitter, or X, as yeah. it's now called. Uh, we're on there as well, and then YouTube, for sure, and we're, we're going to start doing, uh, I know we do a lot on YouTube already, but I think Zach's even going to maybe step that game up a little bit more, because uh, we got some big things coming up. We have two more shows that we just announced yesterday. Uh, we haven't announced any cards or anything, but we're going to be in Jamestown for a debut in November, and then we're going to be back in Horace, uh, which is just five mi- five minutes outside of Fargo. Uh, but then next year we have some really really big news and some exciting news to to, to bring to Fargo. Well, you know, I got to say something. Really, thank you so yeah. much for being on this show. We love promoting local wrestling. You know, and I got I got one more question for you guys because I'm drawing a blank on the name. But since you mentioned that Twitter is now X. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Who was <laughs> that again? It, DX. DX. Yeah. DX. D-Generation, D-Generation X. X Pac, uh, who who's coming to our show in about, in about a month. Who's the, who's the blonde guy, though? The, Just Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Triple H. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's well, what Triple I was... H had to retire because of heart problems. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. X Pac, uh, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Billy Gunn, Road Dog, all those guys were in DX, and I'm I'm pretty excited to to hear the D Generation X music oh, at, a, at, a BZ, at a BZW show. Well, you know, and get, get the whole crowd DX crotch up I'm, and along. I'm, I'm hoping. So. At least you yeah. didn't get. At least you didn't get Rikishi. No stink faces. No stink faces. No stink faces. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh. Well, Icky, ready to wind her down with us? Yes. Um, I think we got one more sponsor here. I'll get that going. You want to introduce them? All right. Well, we're going to be doing our sponsors at Executive Properties now. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Aaron says Chris and his team did a spectacular job on the damage to my aunt's garage and siding. Kept us up to date on the progress and the finished product was amazing. Thank you for your professionalism and hard work. Hey, get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. Thomas is super excited. He's getting blindfolded. He's going to take a whack at the baby shark pinata. Sorry about that. All right. All right. Uh, The next Icky Ichabod's Weird Cinema, which will be premiering next week, will be on the 1980 Transformer movie. So stick stick around and tune in, please. All right. Uh, Stay weird, Grand Forks. (laughs) 